Welcome to Communicate to Lead, the podcast that empowers leaders and aspiring leaders to communicate with clarity and impact. I'm Kelly Belton, CEO and successful entrepreneur and your host for today. I'm here to equip you with all the essential tools and strategies to master effective communication and lead your team to success. As the founder and CEO of The Tailored Approach, my goal is to empower you to be the best leader you can be. So sit back, relax, and join me in today's episode as we dive into the art of communicating like a true leader. Welcome to another episode. Today's episode is more of a reflection than a tutorial. The holiday season is officially in full swing and 2024 is around the corner. And there's still plenty of time to make a decision about your leadership journey and what you'd like to achieve over the next 90 days. When I first stepped into a leadership role, I thought I knew what to expect. But as you know, real world experiences can be the toughest teachers. Looking back, There are five key pieces of advice that I would have loved because I know they would have transformed my approach. And that's why I'm talking about the five pieces of advice I wish I'd known when I first started leading a team today. Are you ready? Let's dive in. First off, embrace your unique voice. In my early days of leading, I often found myself mimicking the leadership styles I saw around me, which were mostly male-dominated. I remember a few times in meetings, especially in a room full of other leaders, I tried to sound more direct and to the point with a clear focus on goals we wanted to achieve instead of the relationships we wanted to build as well. But this style didn't quite resonate with me. And it took me time to realize that my natural communication style of being empathetic and collaborative is not a weakness, but a strength. I genuinely enjoy holding the space for others to share their thoughts and ideas. I don't feel threatened when someone else has a better idea than I do because I speak up when I have something valuable to share or if I want to ask questions. So. Think about your own style. How does it reflect who you are and how you show up in your leadership? Remember, your unique voice is a superpower. Claim it, own it, embrace it. Do whatever you need to do to understand that your voice makes you uniquely you. And that is what is needed in the room, whether it's in a boardroom, whether it's in a business meeting, it doesn't matter where you are, embrace your unique voice. The second piece of advice is to trust your instincts. There were countless times I second-guessed my decisions and myself, worrying about being perceived as too aggressive or too soft and timid. Before I trusted my instinct and embraced my unique voice, I worked on an interdepartmental project with several people. And let's just say that everyone had a very clear idea of how we needed to execute the project. I sat, 
in my chair. And even though I could see some holes in some of the project plans, because I had worked on a similar project on a different team, I, I struggled to speak up. I mean, I spoke up and explained that I disagreed with some of the ideas and I clarified why I thought they wouldn't necessarily work. But because I didn't want to come across as aggressive, I kept quiet. I thought to myself, I'd spoken up and voiced my concerns. And if no one would listen, so be it. Looking back at that right now, I realized that was not my finest moment. And it was a hard lesson because we spent so much time and other resources on that project that really turned into mediocre success. If we had a different plan, if I had insisted and kept talking and kept rationalizing and kept helping them to see why I thought what they wanted to do wouldn't work, we might have been in a different place. So over time, I've learned to trust my expertise and intuition. So here's my piece of advice to you. Your instincts are informed by your experience, your values, and your knowledge. Trust them. They're usually right. Moving on to advice number three that I wish I had known or that someone had shared with me. Setting clear boundaries. Setting clear boundaries is a strength. And here's what I mean. Early in my leadership journey, I struggled with saying no or delegating tasks because I feared that it might come off as uncooperative or maybe people might even perceive me to be lazy and just passing on work to other people. And I wish someone had told me that setting boundaries doesn't make you a rigid leader, but a respected one. Setting boundaries is crucial for respect and balance. And I'll come to balance in a minute. It's okay to be firm and direct. It shows clarity and respect for yourself and sets an example for your team. And I wanted to add balance because I learned this one Well, I've learned all these the hard way, but this one hit very close to home because I not only felt it emotionally, but I felt it physically. I took on way too much work. I worked seven days a week because I was single at the time and I thought, oh, I can do this. I can take this on. And I ended up burning out. I had to take vacation time at the end of the year and I spent the first week catching up on sleep. I did nothing. I was a complete zombie. I had zoned out. I needed to decompress, find myself, re-energize myself. And I should not have waited until the end of the year. So don't make my mistake because that was a tough lesson, but it taught me the importance of saying no. It taught me how to find a balance in my life. And it actually leads me into advice number four. Ask for what you want. This was another big one for me. We often wait for opportunities to be offered to us. We think it's the right or the respectful thing to do. We put our heads down and we do the work, hoping that others will see how hard we're working and reward us accordingly. Or 
we suffer in silence instead of asking for help. But being bold means speaking up about your ambitions, your goals, asking for help, getting what you want. I had to learn to articulate my needs and my desires, whether it was for resources, support in a project, or a promotion I knew I deserved. Two things I'd like to leave you with regarding asking for what you want. People are not mind readers. Take my word for it. So tell them what you want. Two, it's empowering to make your needs known. Remember, if you don't ask, the answer is always no. So what's something you've been hesitating to ask for in your career? And can you schedule a meeting today and ask for it? Lastly, number five, embrace risks and failures. I used to play it safe, fearing failure of judgment, fearing failure of not being good enough or being found out as an imposter. But I learned that the greatest lessons come from taking calculated risks and learning from the outcomes, whether they are good or bad. Embracing this mindset is what leads us to grow and innovate as leaders. It's okay to step outside your comfort zone because that's where true leadership begins. That's where you really want to take ownership of trying out something. What's one thing you can try in the next 30 days that will take you outside your comfort zone, that'll make you a little uncomfortable, but it will help you grow. It'll help you get some additional knowledge. Choose one thing. I know. Holidays are upon us, but what's one small thing you could choose today to do differently, to do uncomfortably? So these are the five pieces of advice. They aren't just lessons. They're pathways to becoming a bolder, more impactful leader. And as women, we can redefine leadership, and it starts with us. By embracing our unique voice, trusting our instincts, setting clear boundaries, asking for what we want, and embracing risks and failures, we step into a leadership role that's both authentic and powerful. And that's my wish for you. If you hesitated or didn't quite achieve the goals you'd set for yourself this year, I encourage you to step into a bolder version of you. Join my Bold Leadership Incubator that kicks off in 2024 and become part of an exclusive community of like-minded women who are reclaiming and redefining their leadership. So go ahead, connect with me on LinkedIn and send me a DM about the incubator. I cannot wait to welcome you to the community. Okay, my friend, as I wrap up today's episode... I'd like to leave you with a challenge. And today's challenge is a little different from the one that I always leave you with at the end of every episode. Today, instead of paying it forward to another woman who could benefit from this episode, I want the benefit to go to you. I encourage and invite you to re-listen to these five key pieces of advice Choose one of them where you think it'll make a pivotal difference in your leadership. Choose one of them and do something about it. 
So whether it is embracing your voice and you needing to speak up in a meeting this week, whether it is trusting your instincts and whether it is setting a clear boundary, take five minutes right now, write one of them down, write the one that resonates the most with you, the one where you think it'll make the biggest difference in your leadership journey and commit to doing something different. Commit to doing something that will help move you forward in your leadership so that when you get to the end of 2024, when you get ready for 2025, you can look back at your year and say, I did it. I committed to myself, I committed to my leadership, and I made a difference. And I'm richer for it, I have grown, I am ready to be an even bigger, bolder version of myself. And that is my invitation to you as to you going to Thanksgiving if you celebrate it. Thank you so much for joining me today. Until next time, my friend, this is Keely reminding you that great communication is the foundation of inspiring leadership. Keep learning, keep growing, and remember to communicate to lead.